Uh, look. Mm. Okay. Look, look, look. Dope boy with the cool flow. Facts. We are back in the studio. We tell you everything you need to know. I shoot from a line like a free throw. We bring the vibes every time. We both be staying on our grind. All I want to do is shine. That's the Sacramento state of mind. Hey. We was out in the D with it. Yep. Slanging jokes out at Burt's. We made him laugh till it hurt. Yeah. Justice League put in work. I flew back on a Sunday. That's what a real daddy do. Had to go and drop Kiara off. It's the first day of school. What? My baby, she, she a junior now. Got me feeling hella old. I need to eat more fruits and veggies. Less cinnamon rolls. I started diet on Monday. Maybe this one will work. If don't, I don't give a damn. I'm just buying bigger shirts. It seems just like yesterday. I was turning 21, fool. But this Saturday, the 21st, I'll be turning 42, fool. I make this age look cool. I'm a girl dad, but hella sag. Justice League episode 27. We are back up in our bag. Hey. Justice League, Justice League podcast. Yeah. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, man. Fade it out. Yeah. CTZ in the heezy for sheezy. Hey, there it is. Yeah, it took 27 episodes. <laughs> How you feeling, bro? Brother, if I was in, you get you gotta look at the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, this just, is gonna be weird because we're, we're in the new digs and yeah. we used to be across and now we're side by side, so yeah. we can't look at I don't each like other. Side by side. They'll figure it out hopefully by Sunday. It makes me look fat. So here's the thing, man. Um, <laughs> I blame the camera, not the food I've been eating. And the lack of exercise. Absolutely just said, the lids. <laughs> you just said you were starting a diet on Monday. Mm-hmm. Today's Tuesday. <laughs> I've already given up the one I started yesterday. Just, you started one yesterday? <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, oh, wait, my birthday's on Saturday. I can't do this. <laughs> so so you, it's always reset to the next Monday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a book called The Monday Diet. You don't just want to... Have a cheat day for your birthday. Mm-mm. You want to go all wild and all. I week mean, I'm like these thoughts. I got to, a birthday month. You understand me? It. I can't get really right till uh, <laughs> September. If then I'm gonna try, then I'm gonna do a cleanse. Oh I'm boy. always all or nothing. It's either you're extreme cake and ice cream for breakfast or chicken broth all day. Jesus, nowhere in the middle. That's this, wild. I am dope boy. Tell them who you are. CT is dope. And what is this? It's the Just Us League podcast, ladies and yes. gentlemen. We're back. This is episode. Back. Is this 28? This might be 28. No, it's 27. It's 27. Okay, 27, 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are back. Yeah. You looking healthy as hell, man. I mean, the last couple episodes, uh, you know, man, want to make sure you just... <laughs> 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 I'm glad that we can laugh now. You got a healthy laugh because you didn't have a healthy laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're back. You're yeah, glowing. You God got that beautiful good. smile back. Hell Every- falls, and I appreciate all of it. <laughs> No, but I, I, got a, I got a quick bone to pick with you, man. Oh, oh, quick! Bone. You got a bone to pick with me. Quick bone, because this is the you second it, time you've listen. done it. You did it today. You didn't even know that before you, did. you even say it. Bro. We go. We gonna talk about this. We cannot go on like this. <laughs> what? Every week uh-huh. there's something, and maybe maybe that's what adds an allure to the show. Okay. But every week there's something. Mm-hmm. I want to go address ahead. your toxic masculinity. Oh my god. Okay, because you just did it again today. You what know this do, has been boy? a tough couple of weeks uh-huh. you know what i'm saying and we'll talk about that you know what i'm saying like look, what is your what does the shirt say oh this is a omega phi ct is that like a whole sorority it's definitely a fraternity okay what's the difference team ct all day sorority is for women okay fraternity is for men so oh i gotta have something i gotta come up with something for the unisex is this for men and women team come on CT's... now see and that's why i sat there i appreciate you though boys so ahead. let me talk to you about your toxic masculinity and all i don't know right. but now that you've done it I think this might have been the third time you've done it. Now it's time to bring uh, awareness to it in front of the audience. You need a villain. Go okay, ahead. so 
everything's been going on. The world's been going crazy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We've lost some people, all the different things, right? Mm -hmm. And so I've really been like on a, a mission to just letting people I know know. Like if I care about you, hey man, I love you, man. I, I tell this people this, right? I told you this in Detroit. I was saying something, I was giving, I would think I was we was walking to the hotel and I was like, hey man, I love you, man. You was just like, all right, man, you just walked off. I was like, hmm, maybe you didn't hear me. Then we were just, just two minutes ago before we went live, I said, hey, man, love you, man. You didn't say it again, man. What's up, man? Why didn't you say I love you back to your boy, man? It makes me feel, is it because we're, why? I want to know, man. Are you ready? Yeah. First off, that was completely false. And I am the king of telling all of my friends that I love them on a regular basis. We were in the hotel. Mm -hmm. As we were walking to our rooms, we had our closing statements to each other. Mm -hmm. You said I love you. I said, hey, man, I love you back. Did and you? And I go on my, exactly. Exactly. I did not hear it. Ex I looked you dead in the face and pointed, I pointed at you mm. in the in the eye. We saw each other. Uh, and then now, just now, no, I didn't say it back. Why did you say it back right now? Uh, I need that in my life, man. Oh, man, you're out of control. <laughs> now, as we get into this episode, let's talk. First of all, okay. shout out to Burt's. Yes. Shout out to the city of Detroit. Oh. Team CT Detroit mm -hmm. style. Y'all showed up i was nervous showed up because showed people are last minute were buying tickets mm -hmm. and the tickets were moving but they weren't moving as fast as i thought they should mm -hmm. and i got to detroit and i got on a promoting spree and what that actually ties into what you just brought up before the show mm -hmm. uh which we'll get into in a second right, but right. uh the shows in detroit were fire mm -hmm. friday and saturday Yo, I end up Steve. crying on stage. I first couldn't. Show Saturday. I do, okay, can we can we talk about that a little Please. bit? It was such a dope moment, and I, I mean, of course, I'm joking to you about the toxic masculinity, but <laughs> it was so, bro, it was such a dope moment. Let me kind of walk you guys through because the first two shows, you know, were you know, well, the first show we'll talk about that later, but yeah. the second show, which arguably to me was my favorite show of mm. the three, right? So the second show, it was the first show of Saturday, mm -hmm. and um, CT has his family there. He has his mom, his sister, and he has a really side note let me just talk for a little bit so his, his family shout out to them shout out to mama ct shout out to your sister yeah. shout out to they treated me my brother like, yes your brother-in-law everybody they treated me like family like as soon as we got in they were like hey you know you guys come over for dinner blah 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 oh let's address that okay first of all my sister and my brother mm -hmm. This is my brother-in-law, but I don't, this ain't no in-laws. This is my right, brother. Right, right. So, plus I've known him since I was 12. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Blood ain't gonna make y'all no closer. This is great. <laughs> so, and it blew my mind that he's a fan of the show. He listens and watches the, anyway. Right. Uh, so, um, Doughboy's coming with me to Detroit. I tell my sister, and the ritual is I always go over to my sister's house when I get to the <laughs> city. Always. It's the best place to be. We have fun. My mom comes over, all of that. And uh, I was like, hey, I'm bringing Doughboy with me. She's like, cool. Day of, mm -hmm. my sister's like, hey, so what does he want to eat? And I'm like, uh, hey, man, what do you want to eat? And he's like, I'm cool with anything. I'm like, he's cool with anything. <laughs> and they're like, all right, cool. We're going we gonna to get it all crazy. She gets me back an hour later. Hey, does he smoke? What kind of blunt does he want? And I was like, first <laughs> of all, y'all are, are great hosts for going above and beyond the call. Like, right. this is crazy extra stuff. Mm -hmm. I felt like the next text is going to be, what's his shirt size? We're going to get it. <laughs> like, they just, you know, they're but very welcoming. That was just so dope. And they, when we got to the house, man, it's like they, they treated me like I was one of their own. It was just, we ate good food. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got to watch Malice in the Palace. If nobody's yes. watched that, great Ooh. watch. So that was just great super watch. cool. And I, you know, that was, you know, I had seen CT <clears throat> with his mom, you know, back on his birthday. So yeah. that was cool. But then seeing you with your sister, bro, it was just, it was just really, really dope. You could just tell that y'all got a lot of love 
for each other. So then yeah. fast forward. She's to, my friend also, like outside of, you know, because siblings a lot of times. Right. Y'all just got your parents. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd be like, all right, they go. You take care of yourself. But my sister and I talk on a regular mm-hmm. basis. She's hilarious. She is. And just good folks, man. And so then we get to the show. Now, yeah. this is the second show. Now, it was just super fun. I, you know, the, the host brings us up. Everything was good. Like I'm saying, I go. So then CT comes up. Mind you, CT is such a genius on stage. Not just saying this because he's next to me or he's my homeboy. He, like, I, I've seen his material enough to know when he's doing material, when he's riffing, whatever. He literally didn't really touch any of it. He's headlining, didn't touch much of his material. And everybody in the audience is just either, there was people that was his family, few people that was his friends. But then we said, give it up for, it. just if you're just part of the CT, you know what I'm saying, Team CT, Everybody goes crazy. So I'm just in the back form. Like, blew me away. this is so dope that 90% of this room is his fan base. So he gets up there, he goes through his show, and it was just really interactive. He's talking to people. He's literally stopping, putting on his glasses. People are like, you know, remember me? It just felt like yeah. a family reunion. So he gets through the set. Hilarious set. One of your, I, you. I've been seeing CT perform since I want to say 07. Arguably top three sets I've ever seen you do. Because wow. it was that authentic and all that. But then the moment that came after that, had me in tears. I didn't tell you this when I when you know until I, I cleared my face up before I got to you. <laughs> he had such a dope like tribute to his mom and his sister. And I don't even want to get choked up talking about it. Mm. He was just he was just like just recalling all the sacrifices that they made for him. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? His mom giving him money to go, tell him to follow his dream. And the moment kind of took over him, he's just sitting there on stage bawling and like the whole audience everybody's face was it was just such a surreal moment and it was so dope because Mm -hmm. we chase this stuff so much but then it's like you don't want to chase it so much and then not have people to share it with Mm -hmm. so in that moment even though i've only been around your mom minimally minimally i've only been around your sister and your brother you know once but i could feel what you were saying and I can feel that talk walk me through what that felt like for you because it was big just watching it as your friend man well first of all that's huge that you even brought that up man uh here's the thing man um we always talk about protecting the black woman you know we always talk about uh you know all of us really sticking together as as people and just making each other better and these women that happen to be my mom and my sister the strongest women that I know and um they have given me so much and sacrificed so much. And my I had I always have to give the flowers to people while mm. they can hear them. I always do that. And my mom sacrificed for my sister and I working two jobs growing up. She would be dog tired and she made mm. sure that we still had quality time. Like she would mm. take me to the movies on Saturdays. And sometimes she'd just be knocked out in the movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she took me because she knew that that was our thing. Mm-hmm. For my sister, man, my sister's been there for me my entire life. You know, the stuff that you don't appreciate. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like your mama mad at both y'all and saying, y'all go eat some hot dogs tonight. <laughs> and my sister would cook. Whip or, something up. <laughs> you know, she'd be walking me to school or teaching me my homework, whatever. And then as I'm in LA, man, I'd be like, yo, hey, can you pay my phone bill this month? And that month turned into five years and she never asked for any money in return. She believed in me. Mm -hmm. And even if she didn't, she's my sister and she shows me like, yo, 
I got you if ain't nobody else got you. And they've right. never bossed up on me and been like, you know, remember when I did remember. this? They've never been right. that type. So I said that to them in the crowd and my brother-in-law, and it was even doper because <laughs> you don't get it because he's so nice to you, uh, but he doesn't like anybody. Really? He struck me as a real individual, as a like, man of few words. Listen, he that's does <laughs> not talk, and he doesn't like anybody. Right, and that's I found why out he, he liked me about... five years ago. I said, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> that's why when he talked about he liked the podcast, I was just like, "Oh man, this it must be a pretty good thing," because you could tell because he really didn't say much. <laughs> But he said, hey, man, I like the podcast. Good guy at work. Like, hey, man. He doesn't <laughs> talk and he doesn't like anybody. So the fact that he mm. was such a gracious host and told us that he liked the show, I was like, yo, it really touched my heart. But mm. that moment on stage, man, those women, I love them so much. So uh, I swear to God, I didn't expect to cry. I expected to just say it like I just said it, mm -hmm. pacing myself. And, you know, being able to move on. <laughs> but they were in the audience. Right. And I think that's the thing that made me cry. And it was such it was such a, a great thing, because even though there was times where he was he was crying, he was burying his soul. There was time where he was roasting his family. Oh, I was roast. <laughs> he oh. roasted his mama and she oh, was yeah. laughing louder than anyone in the audience. Yeah, bro. My mama was, was out of control. <laughs> but uh... it was great, bro. It was a real <laughs> most of the trip was a good time. I had a couple yeah. spots that were just, you know, a couple fiascos. I had went and got a steak that ended up costing me over five hundred dollars. Didn't like that. Um, but I, 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 I chopped that up to ignorance. I should have called you and said, Hey man, should I go get this? <laughs> you almost look like it serves you right. Like, <laughs> no, when it happened. So to tell everybody what happened, okay. Doughboy, first of all, this is what you need to know about CT. <laughs> when CT gets to a city, I'm not hanging out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to my hotel. I'm eating in my hotel. I'm that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, because I need to conserve my energy for these shows. Mm -hmm. uh, Doughboy is the type that when he gets to a city, he doesn't want to order something that they bring to him. No, yeah. he wants to go into town and go eat something, which is fine. Mm -hmm. However, Detroit isn't the place that you just <laughs> be out there. And when I, okay. So I told Doughboy on Thursday when we had got there before the Friday show, I said, listen, man, Lack of better words, don't go anywhere without me mm -hmm. because you will get got here. And being got does not just mean physically somebody coming up to rob you. <laughs> you went to go get a steak. Mm -hmm. The that steak was, continue. Okay, so I go to a place. I'm going to leave the name out of it just because we're working to get it figured out, so I don't want to get them no bad press. So we'll I go find to, out next week. <laughs> yeah, what the name? If they didn't fix it, they're putting your name. <laughs> so, so I go to the place, and um, I go to you know order a steak. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I talked to CT before. I was like, you want to go eat? He was like, no, nah, I'm chilling. I should have hit him, but I didn't. So I go to the place, order my steak, order my food. Steak was terrible one of the worst steaks i've had in my life and this is from a fat guy who eats anything Damn, so, <laughs> so i'm eating this terrible steak and but i and i can see like that people kind of notice me or whatever uh -huh. so i'm like i'm never that guy to send something back i don't want to make it seem like i'm the hollywood dough so i'm just like you know what i'm still gonna pay for my food mm -hmm. and i'm gonna get out of here i'll even bag it up as if i'm gonna eat it whatever so I pay for it, pay for my food. I think my tab was about $70 okay. with, with tip included. Okay. All right, cool. So then I go back to the to the hotel and I'll be watching my money, you know what I'm saying, different stuff. Mm -hmm. And then so I have it, you know, attached to my card that I get a text, you know, when, you know, charges go through just so I can keep count. Nice, response. Same place I was just at, another charge, $474. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nigga, no. First right. of all, uh, the steak was terrible. Third of, second and third of all, where is this coming from? So I go back to the place. No, you said you was buying everybody's steak. <laughs> so I go back and I'm like, yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Y'all just charged me $475. They're like, oh, we don't even see the charge. I'm like, the charge 
is here. The money came out of my account. They're like, well, we're looking here. So I'm going back and forth arguing. Mind you, we got to be on stage in an hour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get the, you know, get some terrible news. And we'll talk about that later. Get some terrible news after that. So now I'm like, all right, I'll just go back and figure this out. Was hoping that it was just a Miss King or something. But now it is Tuesday. My money's still gone. So now I still have to wait. Hopefully it falls off by this Friday mm-hmm. or we're going to have a serious problem. So, yeah, I spent $500 on a terrible steak because I didn't listen to my good friend CT and his insistence that I don't go anywhere without him. And this isn't an I told you so. This right. is just like, hey, man, uh, when it comes to charges, when he called me and told me, I said, call the company for the card, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, call, call them. Mm-hmm. Tell them don't make that go through this happen or whatever. And then, you know, like you said, it's being fixed. But I told mm-hmm. you it's going to take the six to eight business days like businesses do. Mm-hmm. They get it off immediately. But what, it's like what I found out today was it's still just an authorization. So they haven't fully pulled it, but it still holds on to the funds. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And it, hey, man, it's real out here. $474 is a lot to be holding from a brother. So, you know, hopefully we get it fixed. And, and But yeah, that was, you know, that outside of that. And I mean, to be honest, outside of when I went to uh, your people's house, mm-hmm. everything that I ate there wasn't good. I didn't have any good, except for the, the club's food was good. Yeah, the club. Burst. Every every place I ate, I was I was a little underwhelmed. You were trying places that I've never even tried. Yeah, and I'm, I'm from there. I'm like, what? 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 What's the name of that place? I went I went to like a a, a Louisiana themed place. It was the worst gumbo ever. It felt it tasted ketchupy. Oh my like, god! Yeah. These are pl- listen, man. When people <laughs> tell you, here's the first thing: people in Detroit cook, mm-hmm. so who, ain't nobody just about to think of a, a me- immediate restaurant mm-hmm. for you to go to. But they'll be like, "Oh, first you got to go to Coney, oh, mm-hmm. uh, and then you go to the other Coney <laughs> over." Like it's always <laughs> Coney because they're all different, but uh-huh. you know it's the same kind of name, right? And then we'll say, "Yo, come to my mom's house," or "Come to my sister's house," like somebody cooking, or you know something like that, but. And I should have known because when we went to your sister's, you grabbed a doggy bag big enough to get you through the weekend. That's why you didn't have to do nothing else. You was yeah. literally eating homemade food. And that's what you were saying. You were like, <laughs> I love eating, you know what I'm saying, my family's food. I didn't realize why you had such a big doggy bag, but I wish I would have uh, got a big Let's one talk about that. First of all, I did not realize the bag was going to be that big. She gave me, <laughs> my sister gave me so much food, I brought it back. I was what? like, look. <laughs> like, like I had eaten her food only from Thursday till Saturday, mm-hmm. right? And then me and the homies went to eat somewhere Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So Sunday after like uh, after the food, I brought the rest of the food back. Like this is way too much food. Man. I can't <laughs> I can't finish this. Like if you want to feed a village or something, give it to them. <laughs> you was trying though. I couldn't do the I got a big thing with bread. Like I know that bread gives me heartburn, but I still go after it. Okay. Whenever I can. That's just one of them stupid things I do as a fat guy. It's like this is gonna hurt, but I'm live your life, it. brother. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's before we go any further, I want yeah. to also tell you this other thing. Yeah. New nickname alert. Okay, I love how you went into that. What's, yeah. <laughs> what's the new nickname? Dogetti and Meatballs. Dogetti. <laughs> Why do they call you Dogetti and Meatballs? Because once a woman gets a taste of me, I'm going to turn that lady into a tramp. <laughs> oh, oh. We are back. That's wildly disrespectful. <laughs> I was hoping you caught the lady in the trap reference. Wow. Cool. Uh, wait. So, wow. <laughs> wow. Um. So, this, you asked me earlier when we uh, got here, you were like, yo, man, uh, What's up? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah, so what's up? Talk to me about so, it. So, Doughboy, we did the shows in Detroit. Okay. Audience crazy. We took so many pictures. 
after the shows with our perspective fam bases and yes. together. Um, so I was like, man, this is crazy. I remember Friday night, well, no, Saturday, both shows, I tagged so many of your jokes. And I was like <sighs> telling you, hey, don't do this because you were asking a million and two questions. Mm-hmm. I was like, stop asking the questions. And then I'll say, yo, this is how you go into this joke. And this joke is funny. Add this at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Did that both shows Saturday. And I remembered before we even start doing shows, you said to me, hey, man, when you got shows coming up, bro, I want to do some shows. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, it'd be great. You'd be like, yo, it'd be fire because you could tag me, I could tag you, and we just rock out and get better all weekend as far as building bits, like new material. Mm-hmm. I was like, dope, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, I was looking up, and I was like, Doughboy was on stage maybe 10, 15 minutes each show, mm-hmm. right? I'm doing 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. I did 20 minutes, but yeah, I, I hear you. I Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Tomato, You're doing tomato, tomato. Yeah. Tomato <laughs> to goddamn motto. You're doing 20 minutes. Uh-huh. I'm doing 45 minutes to an hour. True. And after you got off each time, I'm doing this time, and I'd be like, what is he doing for 45 minutes to an hour to where I have no tags? <laughs> All okay. weekend, I've right. seen no tags. True. You okay. are absolutely right. Uh-huh. I got no great excuse or explanation. What I will oh. say is, is that my mind with what you're going to get into in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mind was just a little scattered, and and then on the Friday, you already know, I was just mm. spaced out. I was in a different place. Saturday, I could have done better. I think I was getting food one time, and then I was just no, no, no. Because the first show, like we just said, you were kind of you really weren't doing material. You were just Really, you were doing a little bit of material, but that was more of a just you. A lot of the stuff you were saying, I never heard. So it was just, it was more that. And then the second show, I was just wrong. Should have had tags for you. Don't want to give you the BS excuse. Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to give you the BS excuse. You right, though. And and you gave me tags, and I didn't utilize them because I was on stage. I just... And you didn't uh, use the tags. I was like... But they're fire, and I'm going to use them tonight, and that's why I was inviting you out tonight. Like, oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> I knew it was something with you. I was like, what's this guy's energy? What's, I couldn't believe what's it. What's his deal? Here's he gave the me thing. some fire tags, too. I read them on the plane. Like, woo, Bro, I live, let me tell you something. <laughs> right. Everybody watching mm-hmm. Just Us League podcast right now. First of all, my tags are unmatched. Yeah, unparalleled. Actually, if you will. actually, they are paralleled by Doughboy because Doughboy's tags <laughs> are that good. So I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I just watched this brother sets plural. Mm-hmm. He's got nothing to do for an hour but to watch me. <laughs> this is all anybody in this building is doing mm-hmm. is watch me perform. Right. And I see no tags. And I say, I'll stall you out with first show. Mm-hmm. A lot of, well, yeah, it was a lot of stuff you've never heard me say before. Right. right. But a lot of stuff that was in a moment too. Mm-hmm. But second show, Saturday. Second and third, I should have been there for you. As your brother, look, I messed up. <clears throat> And you know, hopefully we get, you know, some more, some more shows to, uh, to, to do that. And, and you know what? I wanted to pitch an idea to you. I want to pitch it in front Before of the audience. Before you pitch it, I hate your apologies. You why know you why? Hate my apologies? I hate your apologies. But I love you. Be- <laughs> I love you too, Doughboy. This is why I hate your apologies, bro. You, you do this. I was in traffic one time, and the guy was out of control. Okay. And I pulled up next to him and I gave it to him. I said, hey, man, why would you cut in front of me? We both could have died. And I had another four things to say to him. 
I had another four. Okay. You had compartmentalized four things in 10 seconds. Bro, <laughs> because everything he did was out of pocket. Okay. He, was, he couldn't have been more out of pocket than if jeans were being washed. <laughs> so as this happens, <laughs> after the first thing I said, he looked at me, he said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was pissed because that, when somebody apologizes, <sighs> you're a jerk to continue on about what, and you know that. So when you apologize to people, you're stopping them from continuing giving you the rest. <laughs> Let me give you a small piece of advice that because okay. I've mastered this and this comes from 15 plus years yeah. in customer service. Okay. So we, we would get an onslaught of people calling us ticked off about various things that are mm -hmm. going on with this company. The last thing that you want to say to somebody when they're upset is calm down, right. relax, or try to somehow not let them speak. Right. So if you notice how when you were speaking, the best thing that you can do to defuse somebody, don't cut them off, let them get it all out, and the next thing you say, do say something to acknowledge what they said, and then apologize. So just how you were just talking to me, I said, you know what, you're right about this, you're right about that, but overall, I'm sorry, because it's hard to be mean to someone who's being nice to you. You play us like way. fiddles, bro. This is You heard it here. No That's how play. you disarm a bomb. <laughs> you gotta do it. Because people mess up because we're always trying to get our side of it out mm -hmm. but if you let people talk and then if you the next thing that you say makes them know that you heard what they said it does something in their mind like okay you heard me because that's all people want to do is be heard when you were pulling up to that guy you just want to make sure that he knew <laughs> and when he hit you with the i'm sorry if he would have said no man it was you probably would have got out slapped the shit out the guy. <laughs> but then you probably was like yeah all right man well, have a nice day nigga. <laughs> i did i said that I said, it's all, it's all good, bro. And I drove off. <laughs> You're a super villain. Hey, man. <laughs> Y'all heard it. I, you know what? I knew he was going to say that. I was so ready for him. to. I needed him to say that in front of the audience. So y'all know that he's pure evil. No, but, but, in, but in all honesty, uh -huh. the best apologies that I try to do with my friends is corrected behavior. Exactly. So I, I will always mess up. I just try not to, I try not to repeat mess ups. The cat's out the bag. So... <laughs> So the, <laughs> the cat's out the bag. I brought the cat. I brought the bag. <laughs> he hopped out, bro. The jig is up. Now, now let me pitch this to you. Go ahead. And I want to pitch this to the to the audience simultaneously and see if we can get this going. I'm going to start you out. I think it's an amazing idea. Cool. I think that you and I in the city of Los Angeles mm -hmm. should do a monthly live comedy show. Okay. Mm. Now, this live comedy show will be unlike any other comedy show okay right so we're not just gonna be because every show will have you and i yes we have a podcast together i could be doing time as much time as i need to do mm -hmm. to work on stuff you could be doing time work on as much stuff as you need to then we can come out as the collective justice league mm -hmm. and then you know start prepping the world for the podcast tour once we start it we can start being like and then people who are our friends that we want to book mm -hmm. people that have been guests on the podcast we book them you see what i'm saying so then it could be all the 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 team ct all day that lives in los angeles everybody from the donation everybody that watches the podcast every week every week you can come out build with us we can do meet and greets with you the people that come from out of town they're coming to visit los angeles oh we gotta go the week 
that they're doing the Justice League show so we can get with them, see them. And it's a way for us to stay sharp. Neither one of us like doing the open mic circuit. Mm. So it has at least one day a month. We can go out there and just spin for 30 minutes of new stuff and do it. Tell me yes or I'll punch you in the stomach. Well, it looks like you'll be punching me in the stomach. <laughs> Why don't you want to do it? It's a great idea. It's a horrible idea. Why? Not horrible as far as uh, a show. Okay. Have you ever produced a show? Never. All right. So... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how did I know that? How did I know that? Let, no me, let me throw this caveat before you say the Let's next word. Let's hear the caveat. Can't I wait. volunteer to produce this show. All you got to do is show up and be talent. But go ahead, finish finish your no. Finish your no. Hey, if that's what you're going to do, then my answer is yes. Okay. Because see, I want to take on, I want to run towards the things that I'm afraid of. I've learned that in my workout world, I hate squats. I hate mountain climbers. Those are the workouts I'm starting to target now. Stuff like this, Those I are dope. to do. You don't but like, why don't you them. like, well, Mountain climbers are fire, but why don't you like doing squats? Because they make me so tired and they're hard. Okay. You know, I hate them. So I just, this is something, I've never produced a show, but I'll take the 100% brunt of it. Finding the location, booking the talent. All you got to do, selling the tickets, whatever. You said on air, all I got to do is show up. All you got to do is show up in BCT. When do you want to do it? We can do the first show in October. Cool. So Let me give tell me you some something. time to plan and get it all together. Let me tell you something, Doughboy. <clears throat> Sir, Doughboy. Hey, come on, man. Uh, when we got to the city on Thursday, mm -hmm. before we got to my sister's crib, all I was doing in my room was finishing last-minute promotions. I literally was hitting everybody, right? Mm -hmm. I start making sure that I'm posting everything. Like I went into overdrive and that's because mm -hmm. I used to produce a show in LA. Mm -hmm. And the extravaganza, it, extravaganza? The extravaganza mm -hmm. was comedy, poetry, and music. Something that I always wanted to take on the road, which one day I will be able to. Mm -hmm. But it was so hard every month. And I did it for, uh, for about five years. Mm -hmm. And let's say out of those five years, I might have had four or five light shows and by light um so i was doing the comedy union mm -hmm. and then i went to another place but the seating at the comedy union was 150 people mm -hmm. the lightest shows there i might have had three light shows there and light meaning no less than 60 people mm -hmm. but it's a 150 seat venue right. mm -hmm. then the other venues that i took it to i might have had the one or two light shows, right? And welcome how you was doing that because you was doing that like a whole drug dealer. It was a system, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so doing a show, when you're producing a show, and I was producing a show where uh, my thing was I had other comedians with me and I wanted them to eat as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yo, I know we all want some bread. How many tickets do you know you can sell out? It'd be like, hey man, give me 10. You're like, all right, bet. You got 10 tickets. Out of these 10 tickets, sell them for whatever you want to sell them for. Mm -hmm. You could sell them for, I, the the minimum was $10 because mm -hmm. that's what the ticket said. I mean, the ticket said uh, 20, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm like, yo, I sell all my joints for 10 and you could sell them for 15, you could sell them for 20, whatever. Give me five back for each one to go back into the pot for the entire show. Cats be like, cool, I got my 10 tickets. What you have to do is when you're dealing with the artists, mm -hmm. it uh -huh. would be like, all right, cool, you say a 10. Mm -hmm. If the show is three weeks away, here you got the 10 now, I'm going to hit you in two weeks. Hey, how we looking on the 10? Mm -hmm. Oh, man, thanks for even hitting me up, bro, because, man, this going on and that happened and my cat died. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my cousin's sick, his kidneys. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'll be like, all right, cool, let's just get on it, right? Mm -hmm. 
now a week away from the show, I've hit you about four or five times. Hey, how's it going? I sold two. Two days away. How many? Hey, I done sold seven by now. They're going to be gone by showtime. Because what I learned with dealing with artists is you have to stay on them. Mm-hmm. Now let's get to people. Right. When you're hitting people to come to the show, you're like, hey, I'm doing a show a month from now. Can you make it? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely try. First of all, that's the most ridiculous shit you can <laughs> ever definitely say. definitely try. I'll definitely. <laughs> definitely maybe. Try. Yeah. <laughs> so I would be on people. I'd be like, yo, if you want to come to my show, Give, give me your number into the show, right? Mm-hmm. I'm hitting people up. Hey, I'm doing a show a month from now. Are you interested in getting tickets? Yeah, I think I'm going to get a couple tickets. All right, cool. When would you like to get them? Because mm-hmm. people can talk a good game all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what? Hit me uh, Friday because that's when I get paid. Done deal. Boom. I'm going to hit you Friday. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? Just following up. Oh, yeah, let me get two. All right, bet. Here's your two. Bam. They're going to hit you up and try and get more later or whatever. And mm-hmm. you just stay on people. Right. But the key is your memory. You got to remember all the pieces of the puzzle, the audience, the people who are performing, you got to make sure that you stay on top of it. So each show mm-hmm. was no less than 140, 150 I remember people. you booked me on that show a couple of times. You called me. Yeah. You have a good friend. Hey, no boy, what's up with your tickets? So, and How this is doing? something you paid your dues for years. I've never produced a show. So I'm actually excited about doing it. So we will give you guys and. I'm glad that I was able to to turn you on the spot here and get that going because I think hey. it will be super dope. And I think that as we build that, it'll build anticipation for us to take this on the road one day. And I think people would love to come out. You said the magic words. Yeah. Me just show up as talent because yeah. the reason I brought up Thursday was because it's like, bro, that extravaganza was so rewarding, mm-hmm. but it was so draining because right. there was so much work involved and everybody's mad by the time they get to the show, the artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the show and it's, packed out in a line around the corner mm-hmm. everybody gets excited like <gasps> it's like yes this is why i was on everybody right. and then you look at the audience and then they give me the biggest round of applause mm-hmm. because this is why i was on y'all about getting y'all tickets because i know that i'm going to deliver you a quality show so for you mm-hmm. you're in for an undertaking <laughs> i'll tell you this have a link for people to get tickets uh-huh. and make sure you're prepared to answer the same question twice because mm-hmm. people don't read right. so when you send them the flyer Mm-hmm. With the link and all the information and the showtime and the day, they're gonna say, "When is this?" Okay, bitch, could you they just, just wanna? Yeah, you have to damn near spell it out for people. You do. So, but now, but but things have changed in the world too, where things are a lot more seamless with you know technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we will put it together, man. I'm uh, I'm super excited. Let's um. So let's talk about this. This is gonna be the you say know it. the difficult part for us to talk about, and you know, I it's just it's just one of those really rough um you know unfortunate situations definitely tore apart you know our you know comedy community um two two different instances that we'll reference um a good friend of both of ours um passed away a few days ago um nick carthon somebody that you and i have both known i believe i've known nick since maybe 2012 2013 um i think you've known him we we think we met him around the same time you might have known him a little bit longer than me um and uh he just he, he he passed away and um in addition to that our comedy comrade tony baker his uh eldest son serene baker um, also passed away as well, um, you know, recently. And both of these have just been devastating to me. Like, I I feel like I've just been crying uh, a lot the past couple of weeks. So I definitely want to uh, send my heartfelt condolences to the Baker family, um, to, to Nick's family, his wife, uh, Carmen. Major, major mm. recipes to both those yeah, brothers. Yeah. Uh, and not even get a dip, man. Mm. My man. <clears throat> Kevin Lucas lost mm. him today. He's like a little brother. Went to high school with me, man. Um, 
I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. When we lose people, it's mm-hmm. important to always focus on the positive, especially yeah. the, the names that we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the greatest dudes. Yes. And yes. some of the darkest sense of humor, yeah. which I love. Uh-huh. And I know they would never want anybody sad and to keep moving. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> what I love about Bake <laughs> is he made a live the other day uh-huh. where he said something that people need to understand. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo... I'm going through this. These are facts. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. When you see me, I might be having a great day and I know your heart is in the right place and you want to say, hey, he said, don't. Mm. Don't take me there. Because every right. time you say something like that, bring right it back. brings me mm-hmm. right back. And I right. completely agree with him. And that's why I never do that to anybody. Right. Um, the the problem with Nick, mm-hmm. I told you Friday night before we did the show. Yeah. <clears throat> as soon as I found out, I said, hey, man, you know, this happened. Right. And it was one of those situations where you don't handle things well. No, no, I don't. So and that, go ahead. Especially, you know, just death of any kind. I've never, never dealt with it well. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've always been one of those people that avoids funerals because, you know, once I see people and I, I can't shake that. Mm-hmm. Um, And with Nick, it's even, it was even rougher just because Nick and I, you know, we've known each other for some years. You know, we would always fall out about trivial things. But <laughs> I want to say like the last year we really were working on our friendship, and I had literally seen him, oh, you know, a week before this happened over at Shantae's, you know, mm-hmm. engagement. And we were just talking, and even like the last time I had seen him perform when he was on Shantae's show, I was sitting next to his wife Carmen, and I was just like, Nick is becoming. I was telling, him, I was like, Nick is becoming a beast. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen him that. So I think I told you that too. I was like, Nick is in a different bag, and I was like, I was telling his wife, I was like, I believe it's because he's just so happy he's because happy. I just felt like, you know, he had gone through so many different things, and he just fought so hard to rebuild himself back up and just to recreate himself and he was just in such a good happy place and Mm -hmm. so when i got that news friday um you know and um i didn't even tell you this tony had known so tony knew before and she was just not telling because i think she knows that you know so going into friday i was just a mess but then one thing that kind of gave me some peace on saturday because i still was a little torn up you know, I'm definitely still torn up, but I was still torn up Saturday. But when I was getting ready to perform, you definitely helped me the things that you said. And I want to thank you for the patience that, you know, that you were showing me over the weekend because I know I was kind of off. But, um, you know, when when I was getting ready to to get, get go back on stage, I kind of felt like Nick's presence there. And I just kind of just felt like Nick wouldn't want me to sit here be you know there's an audience full of people that paid their hard-earned money i kind of even heard his voice like man you better go out there and kill like you know what i'm saying you better go out there and handle your business and i kind of just felt like i you know i had to like that's what nick would want you know what i'm saying so you know definitely um it's always one of those tough things but um i definitely have found a little bit of peace you know what i'm saying in my heart you know what i'm saying about you know situation but like i said you know definitely condolences to both of the uh families man involved you gotta always <sighs> Think about the great times. Yeah. So many amazing times with Nick's. Oh, with yeah. Nick, so many amazing times with Serene, so many amazing times with my boy Kev. Right. I'll say this, man. <clears throat> um, it was it's crazy because everybody's losing people. Mm. But you gotta remember those fun moments, bro. Absolutely. Cause I'll tell you right now, if I'm up out of here, I mm. want all my videos reposted. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want my videos reposted. I want to hear all the fire stories. Right. Just and I have all friends that are the same way. Mm. I don't have any friends where it's like you'd be glad they're gone. And you'd be nah. like, oh, oh, so about to. <laughs> about to. Oh my God. This person was miserable. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But uh yo, I'll give a mad shout out mm-hmm. to Tony Chantel. 
Oh. You know. Tony Chantel gets a shout out. You know, she gets a shout out. Okay. Because I hit her Friday to talk about you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, yo, how do you get through to this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and she was telling me, and I was like, yo, that's dope. And we mm-hmm. got off the phone, and she's just uh, she's a sweetheart, man. Mm-hmm. She's still belong i'm joking anyway but <laughs> she's a nah, sweetheart she, and she, you know she, she, she did tell me that too and you know and shout out to her because you know she definitely does you know know how to deal with me i know i can be a lot i believe i'm an empath i feel like oh, i feel you i feel things like i feel things i feel my feelings i feel other people's yeah. feelings a lot and like sometimes when i get in those zones like i shut down like mm. i won't talk and you know it because my my personality on the flip side of that is always so up and out of it. so when i i don't always know you know how to get out of that but yeah shout out to I her i didn't know here's the funny thing i had to tell you before the show cuz i was like we only got one tonight mm-hmm. we got two tomorrow if i tell him later he's going to be messed up tomorrow mm-hmm. if i tell him today you know what i'm gonna, i gave you the benefit mm-hmm. i was like he he's going to be like all right thanks mm-hmm. But that's my mistake for thinking everybody's going to deal with things how I deal with things. And, you know, everybody's different. Meanwhile, give me the next one. Okay. With the topic? Yeah, man. Okay. It's a lot on here. Which one did you want to go through first? I know Uh, I had- The PJ, what's his name? PJ, okay, I got you. Hold on one second. Let me, okay. (laughs) Let me text. PJ Washington got finessed for the bag. Now, his ex-wife secretly filed for divorce- Two weeks after giving birth, this this issue is, is Brittany Renner. Um, I don't know if you so Mama's now mind you, there's an old video that surfaced of her a couple of years ago, uh-huh. and basically she was talking trash. Like if you want to secure the bag, just mess with an athlete. They're mm. stupid. They don't use condoms. Da 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 da. It's an easy payday. Mm. Um, and this situation is just kind of foul. Like you know, what I'm saying she kind like he kind of shot his, shot his shot at her. You know, a year or so ago when he was first coming into the league, they ended up getting together and, you know, they had a kid and now she's hitting him for from what they the streets is talking 200 bands a month for mm. child support. Um, That's, you know, that's what's being speculated. Mm. And then now it's even going back and forth that he can't see his child. What are mm. your thoughts about this? Because I have some heavy tweets. My on first this. thought is that I never want any parents to not be able to see their child. Right. Second first thing, off, that's, fact. That's, that's the number one fact. Right, right. And that goes above anything, jokingly or not. I right, never right. think a parent should not be able to see their child unless extenuated circumstances. Right, right, right. Uh, two, Brittany Renner said, don't believe me, just watch. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> she said, if you want to get a quick bag... <sighs> Smash an athlete. They're really dumb and they don't use condoms. Couple years later, she did just that. Came up with the bag. You're always talking to a brother that wants to see sisters win. Okay, uh-huh. number one, that's number one. Uh-huh. Number two, I love to see simps lose. That's wow. another thing. No, you sound like Tonisha. Brother, no, no. I am no listen, nigga. I'm not a simp. The reason you're I'm not a simp. You telling me I eat simp fried rice? Is that what you trying to tell I heard you were doing a guest appearance on The Simpsons. <laughs> I heard Homer. You think I'm, sing- you think I'm singing you. in the Simptations? <laughs> Motherfucker, I'll beat your ass. I almost asked you what the temperature was today. <laughs> My favorite cartoon is Ren and Simpy. Ren and Simpy! <laughs> no, man, no, hey. I'm not a simp. Listen, okay, let me... Let me land. Okay, let me let me get off on this. this Go is, your thoughts. Go this ahead. is what I do not like. Okay. I hate the narrative that women, for one can I can entrap and I don't want to say I don't want to say entrap because I don't know maybe they planned the baby but I don't like the 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 notion 
that a child was created for financial gain. And if she's saying this is what you need to do, then you went into this knowing that all you need to do was create a life and then you can get money. You're not thinking about the life of that child. You're not thinking about what they're going to go through. You're not thinking of what that is going to do. You're just thinking about your own selfish intentions to get some fucking money. Yes, I said the F word because that pisses me off. To get some money, like it's almost more disrespectful to her than it is to him. Mm. Because what do you think about yourself that you're not worth more, that the skills and talents mm. that God has bestowed upon you is not worth more mm. than smashing a nigga, having a kid with him, mm. and then just being able to be like, oh, I did that. Like that shit disgusts me. Disgusting. Like, really, bro? And you mm. think that's a win for the ladies? Hey, it's definitely a win for her. And a loss for Nick. So It's and a so, loss for the simps. Notice, you have to bro. listen to what I say very carefully. Okay, I'll hear it. Don't just hear the surface and say, because then you start making up words. Okay. I never said mm -hmm. that I want women mm -hmm. to do X, Y, and Z. Right, right, right. Or that I want men to lose. You, okay. I said... I'm always a fan of seeing sisters win. Sisters, okay. And I'm always a fan of seeing simps lose. So does this count as a dub for this sister? This yes. is a dub? It's a dub for her. But however, <laughs> it's a major loss for, for the simp. Because unfortunately for him, man, mm. I don't know this brother. And to be honest, this is none of my business. But <laughs> this is a topic that you wrote, and I'm Absolutely. not going to let you talk to yourself. Well, all right. Uh, in this situation. Uh-huh. In any situation where you're dealing with someone that could extort you, mm -hmm. you have to think. You have to think. And this is what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. I was telling Tangerine the other day. <laughs> I say, listen, you're never going to ever see my past of women with me dealing with a woman that was not in my league. And what I mean by that is... I know the types of women mm -hmm. that are attracted to me. It's a personality. It's not mm -hmm. a uh, it's not a physical look. Okay. It's a personality. They've all looked differently, but they've all had a similar personality. Like core set of values that they all kind of conduct themselves. Yeah, by. you can see similarities in okay. every woman I've ever dated. They okay. all have differences, but there's one main thing that makes them all attracted to me. Okay. Now, there are certain women that I know from talking to for two minutes. Mm -hmm. Oh, baby girl, you you know, this is never, she could be. How can you have a conversation with someone for two minutes and know anything if people are so good at disguising themselves? Okay, perfect example. If I say one of my darkest jokes to you, mm -hmm. like about something that I would not say on camera, okay. and you laugh. Then you would know. We're kindred spirits, okay. right? So if I'm talking to a complete stranger and I say something that they don't react to the way that mm -hmm. I'm intending for them to react to me, then it's like, oh, okay, we can't. So then that tells you everything you need to know. One Period. Statement. That's just an example. Okay. I, I I couldn't disagree more. Of course. I think because that's what I think. I think that people are, you know, they know to know what people are looking for. What mm -hmm. You know, people are a lot smarter than, you know what I'm saying, than we give them credit. Uh -huh. That's why, like, you know, like when people start dating, like maybe four or five months in, people are like, what am I even doing talking to this person? Because people are so good at disguising themselves. And this is another thing, because when I was talking to Tony about this, she kind of was along the same tone as you. Like, yeah, he should have known better. Ah, 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 ah. She was, you know, she had already said these things before. He should have known. But see that. And she's out of his league. What? Do you, what how, the nigga's making move like he's a million. He's do making a hundred million. That determines league. He's literally in the league. How he is, is she out league. of his league? Easily. What does she do to make her have a league? First of all, he's a young brother. And for any young brothers who happen to be fans of this show, <laughs> let me talk to y'all right now. This is not the first time we've talked about this. Right. You'd have to go back episodes and catch them if you've been a fan mm -hmm. of the show. Go you know what I'm talking about. Uh -huh. Now, 
when I say out of his league, you okay. a young boy. The only chicks you only chicks that you didn't had then might have been regular bodied, okay. might have a cute butt, but ain't got no fat ass. Okay. They ain't got great skin that's buttery soft. They ain't getting pedicures and manicures. You're too young for them to have. Right. You just got out of high school. Right. So these girls are just regular pretty girls. You haven't run into, let's just toss a name. You ain't run into the OG groupies like a cat stacks. But, you ain't ran into the, let me finish. Okay. You ain't ran into a girl like a Brittany Renner. I don't know her, so I'm not saying that she's a whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm saying you ain't ran into one of these LA girls that got their body snatched and the surgeries done to appear as a flawless situation. So when you run into these types of women, mm -hmm. this is out of your league if you've never dealt with it. Now, if you've been dealing with these women your entire life, then this situation wouldn't happen because you would have been able to see it forthcoming. I would have to disagree of even stronger because if he's a basket, he's a basketball player. Yeah. Okay. So you, he, you basketball players usually are the coolest niggas since Super they dope. were since they was six years old. Like not you know all what I'm of them. A lot of them, but are most simps. of them. So let's just say with him, you know what I'm saying? He's been so he's probably been having the baddest chick in his high school or that baddest chick in his city or the baddest chick that or when he went to college. Like he's probably been around. Nothing but bad women his entire life. So I don't cop to, oh, you didn't know, you know, you got an L.A. chick or an industry chick, if you will. But this is another thing that I think makes it They're bad. different. Okay, but this is another thing that I think makes it bad for so-called simps. And let's just say I identify with the simp You do. Population. You hear how passionate you are? I'm not a simp, though, nigga. No. And I and I fight for niggas that are being called simps, and we, we shouldn't be called that because this. this is what you I, just said I, we. I beat your ass. <laughs> I'm listening to what you're saying. Listen to what I didn't say we. I said it like on some French shit. Like, we, we. Listen, so what I'm saying is this. This is what I'm saying. I am a person that believes people can change. I believe that wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. So let's just say he was the dude. And let's just say he had heard some shit about her. And maybe she wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? And then maybe he talked to her. And then maybe she was like, you know what? I have done some foul shit in my past. I have just, I used to mess with, you know, such and such niggas. I did used to do this. But I'm trying to change. I'm trying to be a better person. Okay. So. If you trust somebody and you try to be like, you know what? Thank you for being the real. Because we all you be we all champion ourselves on honesty, right? Mm. I ain't no woman that's gonna just come out and just be like, hey, I'm really trying to dog you for the bag. Ah ah ah. So let's just say that he's trying to look past her past. Okay. Which is something that I try to do because we try to treat people how we want to be treated. Uh -huh. So I've done a lot of stupid dumb shit, said a bunch of dumb shit in my past. Okay. I don't want anybody holding me to that. Right. So I'd be a hypocrite if I hold everybody to who they used to be. So here's a dude. Never said that. Right. So he so I'm saying from from his point of Mm -hmm. he's like you know what maybe you were this maybe you were that but I'm gonna give you the opportunity then they go through it they get married you file for a divorce secretly two weeks after then you keep his kid like that's to me it's just it, it sucks for good guys seems like she didn't change <laughs> but how are you supposed to ever know that well one I'm just gonna say <clears throat> common sense isn't that common Facts. however if I happen to hear a woman say if you ever want to get a quick check Deal with an athlete. They're really stupid and they don't wear condoms. And I bring this video to your attention and say, hey, but I'm an athlete. <laughs> What's this mean? <laughs> oh, no, that's who I used to be. I would never do that to you. Oh, okay. And then you marry her and y'all have a kid together and she secretly files for divorce. And now you're paying $200,000 a month. Seems like oh. the fine print was laid out for you. The only time that I have... Uh, sympathy for someone <laughs> that sympathy. might be a simp. Sympathy? You is... son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I might have sympathy is when <laughs> is when a situation happens mm -hmm. where a guy got 
God. Like she's been praying after him and she might've been the church girl Mm -hmm. or she was the girl that had never dealt with anybody and then magically finessed you. That hurts because you don't see that coming. But real G's, and I'm not saying I'm a real G, Mm -hmm. I'm just saying real G's see moves like this coming. No, nah, cause see, I, but then again, you can see it in different. Look at look at Dr. Dre's ex-wife. I'm pretty sure she wasn't moving like that, saying stuff like "I do do do." But when that marriage, it's thirty in, years of marriage, and it's a drop in a bucket of what he's dealing with. And I'm not saying right or wrong. A lot of people say what beats has she written, but then now you're attacking what a good woman does for a man. So you can't you can't just make this. I'm not trying to make it a blanket statement. No, what I'm saying is you can't make this woman in the Dr. Dre situation, an enemy after 30 something years of marriage, when for 30 years she's been an amazing woman, but this breakup happened to generate a different side. I just hate, man, I just hate seeing And same thing for him. I just hate seeing niggas get drugged when it ends. Just making me look at marriage. I hate seeing like, good men get drugged, and I hate seeing good women lose. But I also love to see a simp fall. And I love to see uh, a chick that is about her business get a simp because it's like, this is my proof in saying that women don't want good guys. This would never happen to a guy. So it's that... almost like you got to become a villain to get respect out here. Mm-hmm. That's just sucks. It's hard out here for a simp. It is. It sucks, man. Let, let's let's trying to get that money for the rent. <laughs> let's talk about this other topic because it definitely yeah, resonates with me before we uh, wrap up here. Yeah. Um, the Lizzo situation. I don't know if you've seen this. So apparently she just dropped a record with a uh, Cardi B fire oh, record. Okay. And um, people just started coming for her, talking about her weight, that fat sucks. shaming her. Um, she had a, a similar situation a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, she was talking about um, crowd surfing or something. Mm-hmm. Something had happened on, and people were like, oh, she would probably kill someone if she crowd or something to that just disrespect mm-hmm. to her weight um and so it what it ended up doing it ended up she having like she ended up having like a breakdown was crying like was really really upset she mm-hmm. like put out some tweets cardi b came to her defense um i'll weigh in on this one first because i think i probably uh it resonates with me more just okay because i've just been a big dude my whole life um i just think this is terrible mm-hmm. um i think people are so mean insensitive mean and just assholes and mm-hmm. i hate it you know and i hate the fact that you know, if if celebrities were saying these type of mean, vile things about, you know, people. Regular they, people. Regular people. I, don't, I hate saying regular people, but just, you know, people that aren't celebrities, they would be canceled. They would be villainized, you know, all mm-hmm. those things. But, you know, regular people can say whatever they want with no consequence. Nothing happens. It's And it's just like. Bro, I'm a comedian. I do that. I literally get paid mm-hmm. to be funny, right? I've 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 roasted and been in roasting situations. I've been roasting even where there are women involved. Mm-hmm. Even in roasting situations, I don't roast women's weight. How mm-hmm. idiotic do you have to be to not know that every woman probably is sensitive in some degree about her weight? Whether no, in in, in whatever. So just the fact that this is a beautiful woman, she's mm-hmm. talented beyond any measure. And the fact that people make her feel like that about her size, it it really pisses me off. And I just, my heart just kind of breaks to see her going through that. What was your thoughts when you seen that? Here's the thing, man. Unfortunately, nobody respects people nowadays. Mm-hmm. Nobody respects anybody nowadays. And to go along with that, it's unfortunate, but uh, big girls and big guys have never gotten the respect that they deserve. Uh, I mean, it's very disrespectful to say whatever you think that you can say to somebody Mm -hmm. because you think that you can. 
everybody's sensitive about their weight. Right. Men, women, right. skinny, big, whatever. People mm. are sensitive about their weight. So it's like, if you're somebody that's like, oh man, you really skinny. You need to eat more. Oh man, you really big. We should work out together. It's like, right. what? Like, like, man, worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't go pushing that narrative onto somebody. And don't you, you really don't know what people's triggers are. Right. So it's almost like, Shut the fuck up and it, just live your life. Exactly. Because then people just, they automatically think, oh, well, she has money. She has tons of success. This yeah. shouldn't bother her. It doesn't matter. She's still a person. And I would even would even go a step further to say that there are, uh, I know that you say that, you know, men and women never get respect. But when it comes to showbiz, I feel like big men are celebrated way more and, and, and big women no. get shit. Hear me out. When you got a person like a Rick Ross, a person like a Khaled, a person like a Doughboy, I never felt like I never felt like I was getting shitted on. Like people almost celebrate that. Like it's not like you get, you know. I know I would take fat jokes or whatever, but it wasn't like I felt like I was getting attacked for. It was almost like it was cool. I feel like when women are bigger, people shit on them. I don't feel like let's hear the a, names, huh? Let's hear the names. Like of women, you just named some guys. Right, I would like to hear the so women. like a Liz, like like a Lizzo, like a Melissa McCarthy back when she was bigger, like a Adele. People were shitting on Adele because she lost weight. Like I just feel like you know Monique. I feel like it's different. I don't feel like I feel like men. It's almost more accepted culturally that they are big, and I feel like women get shitted. I I can see the difference between the two. I feel like it's almost like oh, it's cool. When niggas are big, it ain't really no big deal. But I feel like people are way harder on women, just from what I observe. Now, from what I observed, I've mm-hmm. always seen the men be disrespected. Like really? I don't remember seeing Monique get made fun of. I remember Monique making that a part of her stand-up mm-hmm. to where she took that narrative and flipped it and then went on to lose weight. You just said Adele got made fun of when she lost weight, but I don't mm-hmm. remember her getting made fun of when she was bigger. And then uh who's the third young lady you mentioned? Melissa McCarthy. Lizzo, uh, yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. She was hilarious. Soon as she came out, nobody was making fun of her. Um then she, of course, start getting uh, smaller and losing weight and working out. Mm-hmm. With Lizzo, I visibly see mm-hmm. what people are saying about her, and it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But I think that also goes to her being a larger woman in music because the mu- the other other mm-hmm. forms of entertainment, they stall it out. But in music, it's like they really show hate if you don't dress how they want you to dress missy was larger when she started Mm. nobody said anything she was dope because she's so fire and she's dressing a certain way but it would have been interesting to see had she dressed a different way it's like would she have gotten that hate you know what when you say it like that you know what i actually believe what that maybe it was because social media wasn't as big back then yeah so people really didn't have i think over the last like maybe five six years so maybe it's like 2015 like social media is just really like exploding to where it seems like everybody has a voice to whereas when Missy was out who could say anything like you know what nobody I'm saying? We just there were so many people you wanted to say right. something about. so I think that where it is good where social media does give everybody a voice it's also the bad thing because that was just just terrible just to see that beautiful woman up there crying and you know with all the success she's just super talented all she and I feel like she's never negative to people never all negative. she does is just be dope you know, come out with fire music Bro, and content. It's like, leave, that, leave that woman alone, man. I got a message from a cat like a week ago. Mind you, I'm d- I don't want to hear anything when I say this. Mm-hmm. I'm down 20. Right? I can see it in your face. I, I told you. I told you in Detroit. You did. But I'm okay. just saying we're doing the show. I'm talking to the people. Gotcha. So <laughs> I'm down <laughs> 20. So I get a message. Bro's like, uh, now, mind you, mm-hmm. when I open this message, though, boy, mm-hmm. 
This brother is morbidly obese. And when I say morbidly obese, I'm not making fun of him saying he's morbidly obese. Okay. So he's, I opened up the message. He's like, man, you got to start hitting that gym. And I was like, because I'm looking at this brother's profile picture and pictures. And I say, no, he can't be. You know what I'm saying? If you want, like we doing a favor. Yo, if you want, we can get together and hit the gym. And I say, (laughs) nigga. (laughs) So I say very respectively, Uh I say, hey, fam, just worry about you, bro. Blessings. (laughs) Blessings. Right? Uh He responds? He responds. See, first, yeah. of all, first of all, he probably responded like this. Oh, you out of control. <laughs> <laughs> he says, <laughs> he said, hey, what you want to do is you want to stop drinking soda. You don't want to eat no fried food. I said again, brother. Worry about you. you. He didn't respond again. Don't you tell me he responded again. He responded. He's like, all right, old round face boy. And I was like, <laughs> Hey, that was funny. It was hilarious. (laughs) And let me tell you why it was funnier. I'm looking at the picture of this brother. There's no neck. (laughs) And he had on a (laughs) t-shirt. If you ain't got a neck with a t-shirt, fam. Fuck is you doing? What are we talking about? (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Did it roast? You you just let him have a last word? I don't do that. My my last word is always, you're blocked. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, you don't get to talk to me because you've, You've ruined a privilege that I've opened up to the to the people that support me that yeah. I'll have an open dialogue with you. Yeah. But the minute that you get beside yourself, because I'm not the person who's popular that you could ever say what you want to say to. Mm. I'll literally curse you out if I get mad. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody will say something and then you'll get the uh, responses. Hey, you're a little too popular to be responding to people or letting something no. affect you. It's like I'm a person bro then the person that sent it was a per- is a person and i got hands like mm-hmm. i don't know if that's important in your life but, <laughs> but if that, i saw you you wouldn't say that. this in person exactly. that's always been my thing and most people are just deflecting i doubt that it's yeah in shape people that love their bodies that are sitting here telling people hey man look at you i ain't never so, seen a dude with abs worried say about nothing somebody. crazy to nobody Not ass niggas but yo man this has been another fire episode this has definitely been my favorite episode ever of this podcast because wow. it's been so long yeah, since been. we have been here you yeah. know what i'm saying together i'm glad how everything went i'm glad how detroit went and yeah. we will be having a lot of new um, um, announcements about the move to CT's station permanently. We got some new things coming, so please stick around to everybody in don- donation. Thank you. Team CT all day. Thank you. Let them yeah, know what man. you want. Let them know, man. Uh, hey, man. Shout out to the donation. Y'all been leaving some extremely very positive and loving comments to not only Doughboy, but to myself, man. And mm-hmm. that means a lot when it's somebody else's people showing love. And I want you to know I see you. Uh, Team CT all day. Y'all already know, man. I'm blessed to have y'all. Uh, I don't know how any of you guys found me separately, but I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're in the comments, tell me how you found me originally. If it's the, I know y'all effing videos, keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I, don't, <laughs> I don't need to hear that. But, yeah. And uh, my birthday is Saturday, so you tell me do? some happy birthday stuff. I don't know yet. Um, I don't really have no plans, but, you know. Say happy birthday in the comments. I, I'll be reading the comments. I appreciate it. Yeah. Four, 42, man. Four deuce. Saturday. Everybody remember, 821, 821. is Doughboy's birthday. You know He'll be is. 42 and years if old. You, all I want nothing for a gift. All I want is if you're not subscribed to my YouTube, subscribe. I'm yeah, that's that why, yo, can we get to him to 20K before yo, the end of this episode? That would be a great birthday present. I'm at 19.7. 
300 subs. If Yo. I can get 300 subs, it'll be a happy birthday. Let's get them more me. than 300 because you know somebody might be petty as soon as right. they see you hit the, the right. 20,000. Take it back like, like nah, nigga, I'm nah. out. If I can get to 21,000, that would be great. Yo, because if we could get you to 100, that's the blessing. Come on. Yo, but, man, don't For subscribe. my birthday, if I can get to 21,000 subscribers, that'd mean a lot because that's my favorite number. And this is 2021, all that good stuff. That too, man. Also, thank you everybody who's been hitting the Patreon. I've been seeing the notifications. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the love. We're going to resume doing a movie day the following Saturday. We are coming back for story time this week. Blessings, man. The Just Us League podcast. Team CT all day. Donations stand up. Next time. Bye-bye. Peace.